It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It is Friday, February 10th, 2023. I am Shauna. Holy bananas. We just did a week by ourselves. All by myself. You know what's hilarious, though, is... um. So when you do the show by yourself, you are the only person in this office for about four hours. Like I showed up around 5 a.m. Like I show up around 5 a.m. and nobody starts trickling in until 8.30 at the earliest. Most of most of the people don't arrive until 9. So you have this whole place to yourself. It's weird. It's kind of, You know what I did? I went pee with the bathroom door open. Okay, because I can do that. Nobody else was here. I could just sit in the bathroom and not even have to shut the door. Yeah, I could have taken my pants off. I didn't, but I could have done that because nobody else is here. Who would know? I could sit in this desk with fully nothing on in the lower half. Nobody would be the wiser because nobody's here. It's a bit strange. It's also a bit eerie to arrive here in the morning when you're all alone. Uh, I scared the heebie-jeebies out of myself because I went back to go to the bathroom and somebody had put my giant head, there's this printout of my head, and they put it kind of in the dark hallway in the bathroom, just peeking out. So I walked down the hall and oh, I just saw a giant myself face and I, I nearly peed myself. So there you go. Pretty excited to have Beckler back next week, though. It's, it's a hell of a lot of work to do this show by yourself. There's no time to pee. It's very weird. Like, I've gone the entire time. I haven't been able to eat breakfast all week. Uh, there's no time to go even go to the bathroom, really. Like, you have to find the one moment in the show. It's a, a very, very busy show to do solo. So it will be awesome to have the band back together next week. In the meantime, though, on this radio program today, I made a very controversial statement about a type of treat that I don't like. We talked about a type of snob that is very niche, but I I bet you you can relate. Brett the Hitman Hart has some exciting news that we chat about. A friend of mine wants to open up a bakery, so I came up with some names, and I, I think you'll appreciate these. They're pretty good, I have to say. We talked about what would be in your dream man cave, your garage mahal, if you will. Of course, the pizza chat today, because it's Friday. And I think this weekend I might buy something, but if I do, I think I'm going to really regret it. So we'll get to that all after the Out of Context Club of the Show. Do you, do you interview them? You know, taste test a bunch of different dudes? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So this is really stupid, but I was on TikTok and this video came up and I was scrolling through and all of a sudden all I hear is this. So I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit of a double deck snob. Okay. Okay, we're talking deviled egg snobs here. This is one of the most niche snobs I think we've ever discussed on this radio program. But I have to admit something to you. There's something about deviled eggs that I'm a bit snobby about as well. And it's like you hit an age where all of a sudden you're discussing deviled eggs. Like me and a bunch of friends now are obsessed with deviled eggs. We talk about where you can get them out at restaurants. We bring them to parties now. And it's like this never used to be the case. In your 20s, you bring a bag of chips that's on sale at 7-Eleven to a party. And then all of a sudden you hit your 30s and everybody's talking about, oh, I'm going to bring deviled eggs to the party. And they're always gone. People love them even though the concept of them alone is even weird. So I have to admit, I kind of relate to the deviled egg snob thing. Like, you have to make them a certain way or else I don't like them either. So, well, here we are. Uh, Beckler, before he was away, he helped me out with this because I told him that there's a type of snob that we need to we need to embrace here. So it's, it's deviled egg snobs, okay? This is what we're doing. Deviled egg snobs. 
Mm, is that regular mustard? It's Dijon or Bust for me. <laughs> I see you didn't use extra large organic free range grass fed eggs. I can taste the chicken's sadness. <laughs> well, you simply can't have a deviled egg without the paprika. I actually import my paprika from Mexico, which is where I learned to say it properly. It's actually paprika. Yes, when I, when I sit in an ice bath with my deviled eggs, they turn out much better if I caress them while they chill. <laughs> well, I incubate my deviled eggs with my very own ass for a week before a party to be sure they're properly seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Last week, Beckler showed me a video of some things that this woman from Brampton, my hometown, had noticed about Calgary when she moved here. And it actually got me thinking about the things that I noticed upon moving here from out east. And it's funny, I left Ontario like, holy hell, I think... 13, maybe 14 years ago now, but I vividly remember what drew me to Calgary. I still do. And I think it's because I I actually dreamt of moving here when I was 16. I came here to snowboard for my 16th birthday. My parents treated me to a flight to come hang out with my cousins here and we went to Sunshine and I was absolutely sold. Like it was sunny and a Chinook was in, but I, I remember the things that I thought when I was here touring the city and being like, this is where I want to live. I remember, first of all, I thought all the houses look like ski chalets. So my my aunt lived in, I forget, was it Tuscany or something like that? But all the houses in the suburbs that we kind of toured, they all did. They truly looked like ski chalets. And as a snowboarder, I was like, I love that. I thought all the houses just looked beautiful. Then I noticed the money that was in the underpasses because I remember one of the underpasses with the mountains Kind of into the side, I remember being like, oh, this place is clean and just clearly has a lot of money. And then I remember thinking, everybody here is fit. I was like, everybody looks like they're active. I also noticed that everyone here dressed far more casual than in Toronto. Everybody here was dressed as though they were literally about to go on a mountain adventure. And I friggin' loved that. No pretentious, overdressed snoots like in Toronto. And as somebody who likes to dress casual, I was like, I, these, these are my people. Okay. And then I remember thinking that uh, there was this big focus on athletes here that I thought was really cool. Like between COP and the Olympians that train and we champion the Olympians so much here. I noticed that when I was here as a kid and I was like, that's really cool. Like forget celebrities. Let's focus on athletes and Olympians. That's awesome. So, you know, I'm. This sounds like a love letter to Calgary right now, and it's a bit weird. So to go a little more Terry here, it's just a kick friggin' ass place to live, okay? Let's go for a rip, bud. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Here's a dad badge for you, and Beckler and I have talked about this briefly before, but not in dad badge form, but it's having a guy, okay? Every dad has a guy for everything. The quote-unquote guy. I've got a guy. Oh, no, no, I've got a guy. This was inspired by a friend of mine who told me that he is right now aspiring to have a guy for absolutely everything. He says he's almost there. He's well on his way. And he was very proud of this. And I was thinking about that. I was like, that is totally a dad thing. Like if you have any issue when it comes to electrical or anything at all, right? Plumbing. Oh, I've got a guy. No, I've got a guy. I was thinking, I was like, how do you even get a guy? How do you go about as a dad getting guys for everything? Like, is it you just use them and the first person you use that's decent, he's your guy? Do you, do you interview them? You know, taste test a bunch of different dudes. That 
sounded weird, but you know what I'm saying? Is there some sort of speed dating thing you show up to and you can find your guys that way? I mean, to be fair, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Oh, I guess. Okay, so our minute has begun. So um, what do you do? I'm a plumber. Oh, shoot. Man, I, I hate to break this to you, but I'm not looking for that kind of relationship. I've, I've got a guy already, you know? So, I mean, that being said, if, if you know of any electricians, um, I'm available. So maybe toss them my number. Or... Okay, bye. The and Shauna podcast. A friend of mine is looking at starting up her own bakery. She got really into bread baking throughout the pandemic. And she's like, maybe I could do it just even as a, a side hustle kind of deal. But uh, she was asking if we could help. As she knows that we all we all love a good pun on this radio program. Lots of puns today, actually. With Beckler not here, you have to make up for the lack of dad somehow, I guess. Anyway, I came up with some potential bakery option names for her. I have to be honest, though, I don't know if anything will ever rival the bakery here in Calgary called Yeasty Boys. That is phenomenal. That is an absolute home run. Maybe in my top five pun business names in this city, Yeasty Boys. But I do have some for consideration that maybe could be second best, perhaps. Uh, first, I thought of Beauty and the Yeast, as my my friend is the beauty and then yeast, okay. Uh, curl Up and Rye. Instead of curl up and die, that's kind of weak. The needery, but kneading as in like kneading the bread, you know, instead of the meatery, but the needery. Uh, then I thought mental bake down. I don't know if that puts out the positive image you might want, but mental bake down, I like that. Or just straight up nice buns, very simple, but straightforward. Breadhead. What about that one? Instead of bedhead, but breadhead in your early risers because you're baking, maybe that one. Uh, here's one of my favorites. The Wakened Bakery? How is the Wakened Bakery not already a thing? Like, I was thinking, especially if it's a coffee shop. The Wakened Bake, the Wakened Bakery? Come on now. It's right there for you. Or if you wanted to go with a zombie-themed bakery, I was thinking maybe yeast infection? No? Okay. No, no one? That's fine. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So, after that... Uh, I mean, the name still probably needs work. Yeast infection probably wouldn't uh, be a good one. That being said, maybe it would be. Because that's the type of thing that gets people talking, right? You'd have to clarify that it was a bakery, though. But, like, a zombie bakery could be a thing. And after I talked about that, in fact, somebody messaged in and said, Oh, the zombie puns have so much potential. Shaun of the bread. Till bread do us part. World War yeast. Girl with all the yeast? Okay, those last two, I, I don't get the reference. Apparently, I need to get up on my zombie movies. But uh, seriously, though, I I mean, zombies are such a hot thing right now. Like, anything with a zombie theme, I think, would do really well. It would be awesome, too, because bakeries are just so pure and so happy normally. You could have kind of an edgy bakery, right? You could you could play some darker music, maybe some punk or something in there, and you could, you could actually decorate the bakery all badass. It's the bakery for the cool people, you know? I... Damn, I actually think that would be awesome. I'm going to revisit that with her and see what she thinks. Yeast infection. Maybe I can sell her on it. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna. I was watching a show yesterday and they talked about sophomores. And I got thinking about that term. And of course, that's more an American thing in American colleges and stuff where they, they have freshmen and sophomore. But you hear it so much and I'm like, what does that even mean? I mean, freshmen... 
Kind of goes without saying because it's the first year, right? So you're the fresh man. That's very literal. But sophomore, and I looked into it. So it stems from the Greek words for clever or wise, which is sophos, and foolish, which is moros, which is where, of course, we get moron from. So if you put the two together, sophomore actually means wise fool which I find hilarious. And then I was reading that then there's there's junior and senior as well. And this isn't what you think. It's, it's not just like young and old. Junior and senior actually stemmed from the Greek again. So after another year of studies, these quote-unquote wise fools, these sophomores, would graduate to the level of what they called sophisters. So sophister dates back to the 14th century, and it means wise man or expert. So this is hilarious. Sophomore means wise fool, and then sophister meant wise man. So you you elevated yourself from a wise fool to a wise man. Uh, so this level of study, though, was then further split into two years called junior sophister and senior sophister. And then over time, we just cut out the sophister and now we just say junior and senior what a pretentious term that is though i'm going to refer to myself as that from this point forward oh i'm a sophister yes oh look at me be sophister of course that's where sophisticated comes from as well which we do use but i'm a sophister mm-hmm mm-hmm with shauna the Beckler and Shauna podcast. So I don't know if you've heard of that new movie, The Menu. It's out on Disney Plus right now. Uh, I watched it over the weekend and quite good, by the way, uh, until the end. There, there's something that happened that made me instantly hate this movie. OK, they said something in the movie that is one of the most. I don't care if it's a fictional character, if they truly believe it or not. But no one should say this. This is what they said at the end of the movie. OK, the s'more. The most offensive assault on the human palate ever contrived. Okay. What did you just say about the s'more? I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a self-proclaimed s'more snob. S'mores are perhaps my favorite dessert out there. There's something about it. Being able to roast your own marshmallow and make it perfect. If you don't like the s'more, it's because you don't know how to make it properly. Okay? This is what you do. You take two celebration cookies because they have the chocolate already built in. Then you add an extra caramel just to add a little extra gooiness on there. You leave that open. You then perfectly toast your marshmallow to your own liking. You flop that marshmallow in between the two celebration cookies and sandwich it together while it's still warm. That is the ultimate and perfect s'more. Then you don't get the burnt cram crackers then you don't get the gooey mess it is the perfect s'more if you're saying it's a travesty like i almost turned the movie off after that you can't make you know what i don't like a donut fight me donuts overrated okay of all the treats that you could have why a donut you know cake at least you have different flavors and mixtures going on when you go to cookies phenomenal a donut it's just dough with some sprinkles on it sprinkles of, of i don't know powder or other things nope you take that back about the s'more. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Friend of the show, Jill, sent me this photo of this amazing pun business name, and it's, it is a home run, and I was like, oh, my God. So it's it's called the Garage Mahal. Hall spelt H-A-U-L, and, of course, it was a garage for cars, and it also obviously towed. And I was like, that, everything about that is phenomenal. So I looked into it because I was like, is this local? This is incredible. Turns out it's actually in Brandon, Manitoba, so it doesn't qualify for the Fortune 500 list. But when I was looking at this further, I did notice that somebody in Calgary actually named their man cave garage this. 
and people have checked in from the Garage Mahal of Calgary, which that's absolutely incredible. The Garage Mahal is a fantastic name for a man cave. And then there's even photos of this guy's man cave. It looks good. Like there's epoxy finish on the floors and there's a massive TV, obviously, and a beer fridge and a stereo. And then there's there's this insane workbench and there's all of the tools you could possibly imagine and a climbing wall, like a very small little climbing wall in there too. Like just the perfect man cave. Perfect. But then it got me thinking, I was like, what would I put in my garage, Mahal? I swear, if I ever have a house, I am taking the garage, not not my boyfriend, but I will be, that, that. that's mine, okay? It's going to be a woman cave, and I will be taking it over, and I'll put all kinds of stuff. Got me thinking, I was like, I would put, first of all, a craft beer cellar in there. Like, not just a beer fridge, but a full-out cellar of craft beer. And then, you know the Mario Kart racing game, the one with the the steering wheel and then the gas pedal. My dream would actually be to have four of those in my garage because you don't just want one. You need to play with friends, but that's my favorite racing game for sure. So I'd do that. Actually, if money were no option, I would put in a mini bowling alley. Just one lane, but I would put that in my garage. If I could bowl every time I went out for drinks, that would be the dream. Like I am obsessed with bowling, so that is definitely what I would put in my garage mahal. And then after that, I think just a fireplace. Big fan of roasting marshmallows, and I'd love to be able to do that in my garage. Real weird. Like this People will be like, what is the concept here? I'd be like, nothing. Just all the things I love, but it's my garage mahal, okay? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Well, it's the most important part of this radio program for Atlas Pizza. It's the Friday morning pizza chat. Honestly, more than anything in that song, I just still love the cowbell. Uh, First off, I do have to acknowledge that we missed National Pizza Day. It was yesterday, which is embarrassing. I have no excuse for that. But also, uh, this is, I don't know if I'd say funny or or amusing, but I stumbled across this survey about pizza. 7,000 people were surveyed about their pizza preferences. How does one get this job? Like, how do you... Go into the lab and go, oh, I'm doing I'm doing pizza. We're going deep into pizza. We're going to survey 7,000 people. Also, is pizza important enough to warrant? N- never mind. Of course it is. That's a stupid question. Um, but in their findings, okay, they discussed the most like pe- toppings on pizza, obviously. So it goes pepperoni, sausage, and then mushroom, followed by extra cheese, which I found weird. Mushroom was the third favorite... Over extra cheese, you pick it. Mu- I know a lot of people who don't like mushrooms. I, w- I found that shocking. Uh, the least liked, it makes sense, right? Anchovies, eggplant, artichokes, broccoli, and pineapple. Uh, no crap. Who wants anchovies and broccoli on their pizza? Broccoli shouldn't even be an option. Like, that's just, that is sacrilege. Who is putting broccoli on their... This concerns me. Uh, then, crust-wise, thin crust is still preferred, which I also found shocking. I thought that regular crust would still win or even stuffed crust. I know everybody loves the stuffed crust now, but no, apparently thin crust pizza is still winning. And then the busiest day of the year for pizza sales is this Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. By 35%, that's how much sales increase for pizzerias on Super Bowl Sunday. And the majority of people apparently place their order an hour before kickoff. 
So I'm giving you this advice. Make sure that if you are planning to order pizza, you do it earlier. You pre-plan, you pre-order. Don't do it an hour before because if you do that, you're going to be stuck waiting for your pizza and nobody likes waiting for pizza. far too much time on those songs. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. So Brett the Hitman Hart just opened a bar here in Calgary. Uh, it's simply called Hitman's Bar, and I guess it's in Cowboys Casino, and I've, I've been creeping it on Instagram a little bit just to take a look, just to prove, see what's going on. Uh, they haven't revealed a ton online just yet, but from what I see, it's, it's going to be pretty cool in there. And what an awesome idea. Like, I was like, such a good Calgary-centered bar. Of course the Hitman needs his own bar here. I don't know what's taking so long. It does look like they're really trying to uh, relive the essence of the Hitman in his prime wrestling years, too, which is which is awesome. Uh, Food-wise and that kind of thing, like, they've revealed a couple cocktails that are, of course, wrestling-themed. Although I haven't seen much about the actual food yet. And, of course, this got my my brain working a little bit. I started getting into the puns because I was like, you've got to have some Hitman puns mixed in the food menu. Please tell me it's going to. And then as I got thinking about what you could include, I thought I would maybe pass along some suggestions to them. Like, first of all, it should be instead of shooters, like shots and shooters, obviously they should be called sharpshooters, right? Like that goes without saying. And then you could offer homemade brett or garlic brett. Obviously, you could have a sandwich called the Pink and Black Stack, and it's a Montreal smoked meat sandwich on dark rye. Get it? Pink and black. Okay, that one. I I think that would be great. Of course, your signature dish can obviously be called the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, or maybe even three signature dishes all with those names, right? And then you could have heart tarts for dessert and the appetizer, and this is the home run, okay? The sharpshootery board. Oh, yeah. The sharpshooter. That's a mic drop, right? I'm just going to leave. Okay, that's it. That's all I need to do today. The sharpshooter report. If that's not on the menu, come on. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Okay, so I think I'm. I may need help. Um, somebody may need to hold me back because I'm creeping closer and closer to doing something that I really don't want to do. To buying the Hogwarts Legacy video game. Here's the thing. I don't have a video game system that even plays that game, but I keep seeing things about it and it's getting good reviews. And I think that I really want this game and I'm trying so hard not to because I can't do that. I don't have the time to go and just dive into Hogwarts. But if you don't know about this, I mean, I'm sure you do, but it's the Hogwarts. It's the Harry Potter video game that just came out. And honestly, it's everywhere. People keep talking about it. And then I'm watching these reviews. Like, just listen to this, okay? Listen. Its open-world map absolutely nails the vibe of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. It has spellcasting combat that's stupefyingly good. Oh, the characters that inhabit it are charming and unforgettable. And it is positively brimming with countless diversions to soak up dozens of hours of your time. Okay. Enough. I don't know why I'm torturing myself by watching these reviews either. This is stupid. I might have to do it. What's the cheapest video game system? What's the way I can do this? Does anybody have a used one that they'd be willing to give me in exchange for a hug? Um, honestly, though, this weekend might be the time. I might get suckered in, and then you may never see me again. Okay, If you don't hear from me next week, it's because I've been sucked deep into the world of witchcraft and wizardry, and I can't get out. Wish me luck. 
You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use.